Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Chapter 23, verse 13, read. 
Let's make sure that we know where this name came from. We know it came from Satan's gentleman's self. 
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Live, Yahweh Radio. Worldwide International Radio Broadcast now on the air. Live. I be your host, by name, your seer, Israel, of Seed Royal. Well, we're doing a series called YHDH Israel, the black kings who rule Europe from freedom to slavery part nine. But we have made a little slight detour. And you know, the only way you will understand your Bible, you cannot worry about hurting. If you worry about hate, uh, hurting a person's feelings, might be your closest loved one, then you're going to lose. Because Yahweh going to plague you more ways than one. He might let you run a long time. But they're going to plague you when you ignore the truth and to keep peace and ignore the truth of this word. Or when they add words in on you and you don't make no adjustment on it and you know the truth and you don't step up to the plate, then all of a sudden the little evil jeebies and the intrapentious catch up with you and you want to know what will happen? Because you're going to drag your feet in some dust ass to fold little man. All right, well, we live now. That was a little, little tippet of what we did yesterday, what was done yesterday. So now we live now. We're going to see who's coming on stage. Because from last night, bottom part of Saturday, all of I got so many memos saying uh, we on our way to the network, and we ain't got to the network yet. So we'll see who on the network who ready to step up to the microphone. You know, see one thing about it, you got to rest up with this, with this right here, because this right here is for your salvation. You got to find time for this. So now, now Mother D up Israel, now you have to punch, it, punch that shoe at them grandbabies and tell them sit down for a minute. And while you call this national audience and hollering that microphone, so I'm going to give you a chance to punch your shoe at them grandbabies and tell grandbabies, y'all back up for a minute and let old grandma get on that microphone and holler until the cavalrys come. So now Sister Israel, Told you sooner or later you're going to be called on 
And we won't know one thing, Sister Israel. Have you have you got your books all spread out a little bit? Is you ready to holler in that microphone, Sister Israel? Hey, Sister Israel. Yaqua be with you, I see you right here. Yaqua be with you, Sister Israel, see you right. Yaqua be with you, Sir. All right, Yaqua bless you, Sister Israel. Huh? All right. All right. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Listen, listen, Sister Israel. You know, sooner or later, uh, Sister uh, BSJ, she. She going to say, well, look here, I'm ready on that microphone. But right now, she's saying she ain't ready yet. But um, but we told Sister Israel, in case I'm Sister Israel, so lady, you ought to get back on this microphone now because this job got to be done in Yaqua. Because I know you want your salvation too, and I want mine. Great. So, so would you be on stage for the nice lesson? Take nine now, Sister Israel. How about a hallelujah, why are you ready to go? You got your books all spread it out and you ready to holler that microphone? Sister Israel, come out. Hallelujah, why see Royal. <laughs> all right. Excellent. All right. That's what we're talking about. Now, Mother DF Israel, now we we don't give you opportunities to point that point that shoe at them grandbabies and tell them back up for a minute so you can holler with with your C in the microphone. So, Mother D.F. Israel, one of the mothers out of Cap 1. Hey, Mother, Yaqua bid you a C, Roy. And Yaqua bless you, Sia Israel of C. Roy. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua. All right, we got um, Sister Israel going to be uh, right there with you there, Mother. So, um, and we're going to see if we get something going on until everybody come out the caves and wake up a little bit. But don't see you always ready to go. Because in my mind, it's always Yaqua first and everything come behind it. That's the way I see it. So all I can tell you, Mother D.F. Israel, look right at that book called Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see what we can get going on in Luke 12, 12. Come on. Okay, okay, Phil. Well, you, well you, you got something too close. You got too many microphones too close to you there, mother. So something, somebody got to bag up a little bit. So since we know somebody got to bag up, we'll give you a chance to kind of, you know, get into where you can really harden that microphone. And we're going to see if we get something going on. We want to we take a look at something. But let's see which way he wants to go, Mother D.F. Israel. Look at that you Luke, say Luke 12, 12. Yeah, we have, what what do that Luke twelve twelve say, mother? What do it say? For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. Now, we're gonna start with Sister Israel. Now Sister Israel we want to see can you turn some pages and look at that eighth chapter of the book of she's Romans. Not, she's not able to do it right now, Sarah. Oh, she she's over not here. able to do it right now? Yeah, she over oh, here. Oh, no wonder the microphone. No wonder the microphone was too close. Okay, I'll see Hallelujah, now. Hallelujah, I see it. Okay. 
So, so, you, so you're saying, Mother DF Israel, you want to ride shotgun all the way yourself, huh? So, so yeah. Israel, yeah, okay, all right, well, Israel, one thing I told you, don't let you be called on, so you got to get prepared to come on this network and holler that microphone, just like um, uh, Sister B, S, J, Israel, herself. You see, I'm not ready yet, but you want to get ready. You got to get ready. You don't get on in there and stumble and bum up a little bit, but then y'all go put that right there in you, then you be ready to go. And now, Mother D up Israel, look right at that Romans chapter 8. And look at 6 down to verse 9. Let's open up. And at Romans chapter 8, verse 1, then skip down to 6 through 9. We're going to take our time, and by the time maybe the young minds or the elders or mother, the mother mother will come on the broadcast, we're just going to take our time and peep at a couple of things. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, then skip down to 6 down to verse 9. Mother, D.F. Israel, come on. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 6 through 9, verse 1. Um, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Yahweh's thoughts, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 6. For to be carnal-minded is death, but to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against Yahweh, for it is not subject to the law of Yahweh, neither indeed can be. Verse 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please Yahweh. Verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of Yahweh dwell in you. Now, if any man or woman have not the spirit of Yahweh the Son, he is none of his. Mm-hmm. And what are you saying? He said, "You in the flesh, you're not gonna be able to please him. You want to be. You want to be where you got the Bible take care of, let the chips fall where they may." But as long as you're in the flesh, you're not going to be able to, to please the Almighty. Because you, when you get your feeling hurt because the word of Yahweh, or if you get rebuked, that means corrected, then your feelings start hurting. You ain't, you ain't ready. Now, you got to precept that mother. In St. John 6, 63, precept that mother. What, what are they talking about? By you being in the flesh, you cannot please your mighty one. What they talking about? Let's run to St. John six sixty three. Let's see if we get a precept out of that. St. John six verse sixty three. What is same of D up Israel. St. John chapter six verse sixty three. It is the spirit that quickens the flesh, profit nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are life. See, the words that spoke 
to you, they are spirit and they are life. You have to make your decision according to his word. You Sometimes we worry about hurting old grandmama's feelings. Worry about brother's uh, feelings. No. You got to worry about you on the right track for some salvation. If he give you this understanding and you see it, then you have to make your move according to the Bible. Let's run to First Corinthians chapter 2 there, Mother D.F. Israel. And we're getting warmed up because we want to take a look at some things we heard yesterday. We want to we bring out a few things that we heard yesterday. You're going to have to hold that point. Hey, hey Mother. What do it yeah. say? And put a put a put a marker. I hope you got your five markers there. Put a marker there for a minute, and give me Sirach chapter six verse seven. So you remember one thing: the Bible had your Bible that you see got sixty-six books in it. At one spot time, it had eighty books in it. Before the um, Protestant means the protesters. In 1885, they snatched out 14 books out of your Bible. So you look at your Bible, you see 66 books. Yeah, the Protestant Church snatched it out. They said, you need to have all this information. So you mess around and put the thing on us before our time comes. We'll tell you all about that later. What you reading there, Mother? Sirach chapter 6. I mean, did you say 6? Yes. Six verse, verse seven. Yep, that's what I said. Okay, so right chapter six, verse seven. If thou wouldest get a friend, prove him first, and be not haste to credit him. Mm-hmm. He said, now when you get a friend, you have to prove these friends. Before you start credit them and saying they all that in the bag of chips, you got to prove this friend before you give them, oh, I met, I met the dynamic person of my life. Well, how long have you known them? About two weeks. Baby, you, two weeks. You got to give them a little time. You got to try them first before you start credit. You don't miss the person of your life and, and all you know them in two weeks. No, you got And see, that's what we do with this Bible. We watch the best of them, bump the guns in the word of Almighty Yahweh, and we'll let you get on out there. But guess what we'll do in the 17th chapter, verse 10 and 11? See, we'll let you, we'll let you talk a good game, but this is what we'll do in, in the book of Acts, chapter 17, Verse 10 and 11. Hey, hey Mother, D.F. Israel, what will we do in the 17th chapter, verse 10 and 11? Acts 17, verses 10 and 11. Verse 10 reads, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night to Beer, who coming hither, went into the temple of Yagdah Judah. Verse 11. These were more noble 
than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether these things were so. Yeah, we'll do. We'll let the best of them talk a good game, but we'll take notes on you. So if you put some out there, we'll we'll search the scriptures to see if you parakeet something or you own something. See, we'll, you know, we won't we won't um, interrupt you, but we'll see what you're made of. Tonight we come on airways six nights a week. We we don't mind nobody searching the scriptures and see what we're saying is so. We want you to do that. Because sooner or later you're going to find out what we're telling you is all scriptures-wise. We're telling you that when you're not using the correct name, telling you that Enoch, Enoch wrote in his book that the Almighty told him to put it in writing. If you ain't got my name right, I'm going to burn you in the pot. And Enoch mm-hmm. wrote it down. Enoch was the seventh from Adam. He wrote it down and said, if, if you ain't got my name right, I'm going to burn you in the pot. And his name is not Lord God Jesus. It's not Allah, not Yah. It's not Yahweh or Jehovah. So we come to tell you what the man is saying in his scripture. If you ain't got the four letters right, regardless how much you be going to these churches and synagogues, temples, if the name ain't right, the man going to bung you in the back. We tell you these things, but you pay no seal, no never mind, but the time going to run out. And um, and all these can be brought back to the table. See, what we tell you, we prove what we say. Right. And, and in the book, Second Corinthians, there, mother. I'll tell you what, before you read Second Corinthians, let me uh, back up and look at First Corinthians chapter 2. See, this is what we do. We, we, we do everything spirit-led through Yahweh. We don't know what we're going to say, how we're going to say it. And that's the reason we drop Luke 12, 12 on the table. Because that righteous spirit in that very same hour will dictate what he wants you to put on the table. And you got to believe that. I believe it. Hallelujah. We're going to examine what we heard yesterday. We're going to see through the Bible supports it, spirit led through Yahweh. Huh? That's all we're going to do. First Corinthians 2, verse 13 and 14. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. Verse 13. Mm -hmm. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but which the righteous spirit teach, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of Yahweh, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritual discerned. Yeah, he said, but the natural man, they 
gonna they gonna pay the six anointed camps no never mind. And they don't really think that they can do the wrong day Sunday. Mm-hmm. Follow Lord God in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And follow the Catholic Church, headed by mm-hmm. the Pope. And you think you you can get into the kingdom. We can tell you up front, according to his Bible, the man gonna come throw you in the bottom of the liquor pie, according to his Bible. And it's hard to believe that man that's sitting over there in the Vatican City have lied to you like a rogue. <laughs> he got no truth in him at all when it comes down to the Bible understanding. He changed everything that the Bible has took. The Bible tell you in Genesis 2-3. And what do he tell you? What do the Bible tell you to do in Genesis 2-3, Mo? What do the Bible tell you to do in Genesis 2, verse 3? Okay. Oh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 3, reads, And Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his works which Yahweh created and made. So if, if Yahweh blessed the seventh day, Mother Day of Israel, what time is the Sabbath day that he blessed? Can you uh, talk to this national audience, over 800,000 strong on the international side? What day did the almighty four-letter man bless? And what's the timeline on the on the day he blessed? Let's talk, Mother. Come on, talk a little bit. The, the seventh day, sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, is the blessed day. It's the blessed day. Now, your, your Pope over there in the Vatican City tell you, no, we're going to do Sunday morning. That's going to be the blessed day. But mm-hmm. that's the blessed day of statement now. Mm-hmm. So when you get yourself together and you're going on the wrong day because the one of this Bible, so you just told that Bible for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Sunday is the wrong day. And your time going to run out. You got it? It's up to you. So now, we compare spiritual things with spiritual things. Mm-hmm. And, but what we trying to do, whether you know it or not, is Ishakar's boy, Job, says in the 22nd chapter. <laughs> now, Ishakar got a boy called, do you know what Job looked like? Hey, hey, mother, put a marker in it. Let's show you what Job looked like. Ishakar's boy. Ishakar's boy is one of the children of Israel. What do he look like in 30 verse 30? There's a reason they put his appearance in the Bible for you to know. Because it's in the Bible. What do Ishakar's boy, Job, what he look like in 30 verse 30? Job 30, verse 30. Okay. 30, verse 30. My skin is black upon me. Good. Joe said his skin is black upon him. Mm-hmm. Now, what is it in the Bible for? It's for you to know when you, when you, when you 
about the children of Israel. Ishakal had a third son called Job. He got black skin on him. Now you see that? Now mm-hmm. that's an Israelite with black skin. And whenever they're in trouble, what do these black skin people do in the Bible? Let's see what, what let's see what they do in First Kings, mother. We're going to First Kings and see what these black skin people do every time they get in trouble, according to the Bible. Now you know you got a you got a little little a little war going on right now between the Russians and what is that? What is the name that? Hey, help me out, um, uh, Sister Israel. What what's the name of that? Um, they got a, a war going on with the Russians. They fighting for a, a people they bombing. What is their name? Can you help those see out there, uh, Sister Israel? Can you help those see out? What's the name of the peoples that get bombed over there? What's their name? Can you help those see out? Can anybody help those see out? Well, can anybody help those see out? But okay. <laughs> It's a country over there that uh, Putin mm-hmm. is bombing. He's bombing somebody, Soviet. I forgot who he's bombing. But the point that that we look at them and we know they're not, they're not black folks. they pure white people. But what, but I, what I'm going to get, when they try to escape, what did they go to? Did any of them go back to parts of Africa? What did they go to for, to escape? That's the point we're making right here. So we'll tie this in a little bit later. But we, we, anytime the children of Israel get in trouble, they always leave their homeland and they go somewhere to hide out. That's the point we're making. And we notice that the ones that get bombed by Putin, they never they never run where the people of the Bible run to. I hope y'all get them up. Okay, let me show you what, what happened. Now, but they are... They call themselves you, but when they get in trouble, they never run to places where you at. They run opposite place where you at. Now, I want to get a case in point about the northern kingdom. When they get in trouble, mother, where do they run? Just find out in First Kings. I'm going to First Kings chapter eleven. I just, want to, I just want to show you something before you start being aware of some things. In First Kings chapter 11, this guy here became the king of the northern kingdom. But I want to know, when you get in trouble, where did he run to? And I know that when Putin dropped them bombs down, so nobody ran run where the children of Israel run to. Now, in the 11th chapter there, mother, I'm going to get a name. 
and I want to know something. End of the 11th chapter. Let's look at verse number 26. So see out in 1 Kings 11, 26. I just want to get me a name for what it, what it, when he got in trouble, although he was going to be king of the ten tribes of Israel, I want to know. Pick up verse 26. You can't pronounce the name. Just, just call the first mission. Keep it moving. I want to go and pull something out. Help me out there, Mother, in First Kings 11, verse 26. First Kings 11, 26. And, mm-hmm. and, and Jeroboam, Rehoboam, the son of Nebat and Ephraite, Ephra, I that what that is, or... Of Zodah, Solomon's servant, whose mother was, whose mother's name was, I don't know, Z, a widow woman, even he left, even he lifted up his hand against the king.
you understand that? Maybe it said in verse uh, 40. Actually, you, you have those sales. See, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Sister Israel, you hear that? See, those sales get the struggle in every mind, is. But something he did, we didn't want to tell you what he did, but old mother, D.F. Israel, put it out what, it, what happened. What do you do, mother? Actually, okay. What happened in verse okay. 40? Uh, 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 40. Solomon sought therefore to kill Jeroboam. And Jeroboam arose and fled into Egypt. I hate that stuff. Jeroboam mm-hmm. went see now, now you notice something about the war that's going on right now. Have you noticed that the one that in the when Putin is battling against whatever the the little spot that he in now? trying to take over land, he said, belongs to him. But you see, they all fled, but nobody flee to Egypt. Nobody flee to Egypt. They always flee to people that look like them, so they never go into no parts of Africa to flee and run away from the bomb. But when the children of Israel get in trouble, guess what they do? They don't run there for military help. They run in there to hide out. Mm-hmm. So the children of Israel, just like you see it right now, see everything goes around, comes around. Have mm-hmm. you noticed no, no other news you read that when Putin dropping them bombs down and doing all he's doing, ain't nobody trying to flee into dark country and hide out. Mm. But now, Gerald Bourne, mm-hmm. now we're going to find out, he ran from Solomon, because Solomon found some slickness in him, so he said, I got to get up out of Israel, and guess mm-hmm. where he ran to? He ran to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Now let's find out about this Gerald Bourne, let's find out about this Gerald Bourne, who is it? What did, what did he become in the 12th chapter? See, a point we're trying to make, and Mother pulled me out in grass style, and that makes the old seal get happy. So now he see we broke out running. Now, in the 12th chapter, Mother, mm-hmm. look at verse 19 and 20. We're going to 1 Kings 12, 19 and 20. So we're gonna prove we're gonna bring out a point in this. And I don't mm-hmm. see why that we focus in on what the Pope got to say. And if the Pope got into any trouble and had to break out running, do you think he'll run into Africa to hide out? Do you think he'll do it? No. He'll do the same thing the one's doing right now. But the people's called Israelites, when they got in trouble, they ran to places where they can blend in. Mm-hmm. You get to get in the pit. All right, Mo, we know you get it, but actually you pulled me out in grand style. So the 12th chapter, let's, let's look at verse 19 and 20. Kings chapter 12, verses 19 and 20, verse 19. So Israel rebelled against the family of David. 
uh, to this day. Verse 20. And it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam was come again, that they sent and called him unto the congregation and made him king over all Israel. There was none that followed the family of David, but the tribe of Judah only. Hey, hey, mother, they say he, he, he came again. Where did he, where did he come? Where, where, he came back to Israel after the coast was clear, Solomon was dead and his son taken over. Where was he coming from? Egypt. 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 You see where he was at? Mm-hmm. He went he hid out in Egypt. Because Solomon had put a hit out on him. So he mm-hmm. went, got with the Egyptians and just hid out. He didn't go yeah. in for protection from the government. No. He went to blend in because, and if you're going to blend in, you got to go to people's that look like you but you can hide out. That's right. Now, yeah, that's what you got to do. So every time the children of Israel get in trouble, they always go to dark places to hang out. Putin is jumping, whatever that country they're jumping right now. Ain't none of them that's pure white is going to, to Egypt or any part of Africa to hide out. No. They don't go that way. That's the point we make it. How is you ignoring this fact that the children of Israel is a, they not pure white, none of them. But you let somebody pure white tell you this is the way to salvation. Hmm. You see what you do? You see, you see what you do? You let the Pope Dictate your salvation by being pure white. Hmm. The children of Israel never ran to pure white areas to hide out. As a matter of fact, the one that you talked about in the book of Matthew, let's just go to Matthew. Let's see that a point we're going to get, well, we got plenty of time, and Mother is helping on see out, and I'm very happy. Going to Matthew, because we said, why would you continue to uh, put a mark on their mother? Go to Isaiah 55. Why do you continue to be an Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3? Why? Why do you study do these things that you do? Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3. That's what we want to know. Old Seal want to know, and the six on the camp, why do you keep doing what you do? Scripture do not support nothing that you do. Isaiah 55, 1, 2, 3. What does it say, Mother? Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 to 3, verse 1. Oh, everyone that thirsts, come you to the water. And he that has no money, come you buy and eat. 
Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfied not? Hearken, listen diligently unto me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Verse 3, incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercy of David. Hmm? He said, why you keep spending your money for that was not bread? He said, why mm-hmm. you keep doing it? How do you say? And you labor, and, and do you know that the peoples that you, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, is going to get the children of Israel, Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, it's going to get you thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. Do you know you're ticking time bomb mm-hmm. and you labor for nothing because the people of the book do, do not look like the statues in the Vatican City. They are lying to you. They talked about Peter. They got statues of Paul. They said they even buried over there. Well, you look at the statues, you got a Peter and Paul. They are pure white. They are pure white, but when you read the Bible, huh, none of these peoples that that's in the Vatican City, if they get in trouble, they never send them to dark areas to say, go there and hide out. For protection. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going a little further. See, you spend your money for that which not bread. And, and, and see, our job is just to warn you, is to tell mm-hmm. you that you're on, a, you're on a course of collision. And you're going to end up, if you don't, do the 319. But we're going to show you how you deal with it. But if you don't, hurt and call them Acts 319. What does it say there, mother? Hey, mother. Brother, D.F. Israel, what does it say we can read in Acts 3.19? Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Repent you, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of Yahweh. The door is open for you to repent. The door is open for you to repent. You got everybody is pure white, and your mind is pure white. The Bible do not support it. Everything, the angels is white. Mary, Joseph, everybody's white. Uh, Peter, Paul, they, all the popes, everybody's white. Mm-hmm. And you find out whenever. The children of Israel get in trouble. They always go to dark places to hide out till the coast is clear. So like, yeah. for example, 
body of the children of Israel, the one you call African American Negro, if he wanted by power to be, you think he could run into, um, give me a place, mother, give, give me a place where the, the pure white people stay at. Well, give me, give me a place. Got a, got a place that you can tell those here. Well, they all over. <laughs> well, so give me, give me a specific place. Yes, no, yeah. Give me, give me one place where it's good and lily white. Me pure white at. Pure white. Give me an area where it's nice and pure white at. What they call? Uh, give me an area. Well, I can think of one, Phil. You can't think of Let me speak an old fear. See, see, I'm going, it's a part that I'm going to bring out, but I'm going I'm to bring it out like, you know, like, like, the, like a cat or caught a rat out in open field. Take his or a country club hill somewhere. Country club hill somewhere. Oh, yeah, country club hill. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you think they'll go to country club hill and hide out if they were wanted by the powers of be? You think, mm-hmm. think African American Negro would do that? No, because he knows as soon as he enter garbage or come on the front porch, a call gonna be made. The one you looking for, we see, we see that black pepper over here. Pepper show mm-hmm. up among salt quick, don't it? So, mm-hmm. get back to my point. Thank you, mother. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Young lion um finally came out of the den, so but uh we can pretend down this way anyway because it's very interesting. See, it's no accident, Mother be up Israel. But the young lion on he um, finally woke up out of his den, and we can get him in shortly. But ain't no accident. Mm-hmm. We told him to take your time because we know Mother D up Israel can hold down because spirit might take us in again. Matter of fact, young lion, I want you to pull up that article that you um, read yesterday about the mindset of the Pope. And uh, you had the document on it. We don't want to say nothing about it, but, but you did say you can, you could not find your document, but if you needed it, if anybody in the class needed it, you will go in your book bag and pull it out. So we'll give you a chance to find that while me and Mother D.F. Israel Take another stroll down memory lane. Now, okay, again, well, let me bring a young line in. Maybe he might tell us about that country. Putin and them is jumping, and they running, and they and they all packing their bags up, and they running to to spot. Maybe 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 the young line can tell us the name of oh Putin. He's he trying to take back a piece of territory that he. They, they once had around the Soviet Union, and I couldn't think of the name of it. And and, and the mother, she brought out two big good points. So can we bring a young lion in? Young lion, brother Makaya, Tyler, Yak, God, Judah, Yakwa, Beach, and Seed Yakwa, bless you there. Fear Israel, oh, Seed Roy. Hallelujah, Yakwa. Hallelujah, Yakwa, there, young lion. Now, young lion, we got a question on the table. Is in the news, you know. I don't watch that news myself, but uh, you know, I, you know, I don't watch that old one. I say no time. But the point I'm making now, Putin is bombing 
a place. But one thing I do know that everybody trying to get out that place, but none of them is heading back to Egypt or no parts of Africa because Egypt is in Africa. What is what is the country that Putin is bombing, just dropping them bombs over there and trying to bogart them people to come back right up under him? What's the name of that place there, a young lion? Oh, Argentina. I think uh, Putin, uh, uh, Ukraine, Ukraine. Oh, okay, there you go. See that? That's right, that's the name. Say it again. Ukraine. Yeah, oh, East South yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ukraine. That, that's that's what appear that's what appear white folks said, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where they migrated to. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, right. Now, okay, and the reason why we said that, pull an article out when when Benjamin Franklin said exactly that's who they are. I mean, we're not saying anything that's it's not recorded. Find the article when when. Benjamin Franklin, and tell me about Benjamin Franklin, and and that's what he describes his people as being. Let's read and make sure. I'm not saying anything for nobody just all of a sudden take it serious. It's, listen, I'm not anti-anybody. None of the six anointed counts, we're not anti-anybody. we pro six anointed counts. Our job is to bring out the facts. The reason why I say pure white people because Benjamin Franklin got it in writing when he described the people that look like him. That's what he said, and the young line going to pull it up. That and the Post article, what he did in 2009, what he said. Now, he going to get all it together. But until that time happens, mother, we're going to the book of Matthew. We're going to show you every time the children of Israel get in trouble, what they do. And we want to know do that do that lines over with anybody today with Putin doing what he's doing over there. Now we go on, Mother, in Matthews. Mother. We yeah. go on to Matthews and we coming back to the young lion. We let him get his ducks in a row. In the book of Matthews, Mother, we're gonna see another person in trouble. And let's see what it what was told to him to do. And we're going to Matthew chapter 2, mother. And we're going to look at verse 19. 19, and let's see, let's read down to what was instructed him to do. Now, this is a, this is a, a big dignitary. That, and he, he, and he, he is from the children of Israel descent. What you mean, uh, uh, big Timothy Dolan? What you mean? He from the descendants? Yeah, that's who he from. Hold that point. Hey, hey, hold that point. Hey, mother, put put them off there, yeah. mother. Let the young line grab that. We, we, young line, go to the third chapter of a book called Micah three one. I want to hear the prophecy of somebody coming. That we can read. Let's go to Michael chapter 3 and pick a verse 1. Let's see what's going on. 1 down to verse 3. All right. We're going over there to the book of Micah. We're going to pick it up at chapter 3 
and we go pick it up at verse number one down to verse number three. The book of Micah, chapter three, verse number one, read. And I said, Here I pray you, O heads of Israel, and you princes of Israel. It is not for you to know judgment. Verse two. Who hate the good and love the evil? Who pluck off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones? Verse 3. Who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off them and they break their bones and chop them in pieces as for the pot and as flesh within the cauldron? Mm-hmm. Now go to the fifth chapter. Now, this, is, this was told to the seer of Michael, all that, although they, they got a problem with, with themselves and all that, but, and all that, go to the fifth chapter and pick up verse 1, 2, and 3. 5, 1, 2, and 3 of Michael. The book of Michael, chapter 5, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1, read. Now gather yourself in troops, O daughter of troops. He had laid siege against us. They should smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the chief. Verse 2. But you, Bethlehem Ephratah, though you be little among the thousands of Yadda Judah, yet out of you shall be come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, who's going forth mm-hmm. as men from old and everlasting. Verse 3. Therefore will he give them up until the time that she, which travailers have bought forth, then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. So we find out that it was prophesied that this young man from heaven was coming down through the tribe of Judah. It's prophesied he was coming down through the tribe of Judah. This one. is the prophecy in the fifth chapter one, two, and three. So, so he all eighteen nations was land before him. He had a choice to do which one you want to come down through, my son. He said, "Well, I want to come down through Judah, which is the fourth son of Israel. I want to take on the form of Judah, the fourth son of Israel." What, uh, uh, young lion? What do Judah look like? When you read Jeremiah 14, verse 2, what do Judah look like? Now, he had all 18 nations land before him. He knew he had to come down to earth to help this man. So he chose to come down to the tribe of Judah, the fourth son of Israel. And what do they look like according to the Bible? Or Jeremiah 14, verse 2. All right, Jeremiah the fifth. Chapter 14, verse number 2, verse 2 reads. And the gates thereof lay. They are flat unto the ground. They are what? Black what unto like, the ground. Black so unto the, the ground. Son, the one that you go to the Vatican City, and you see the baby, Mary, and Jesus, but you know what? But you know what they leave after that Jesus is black. 
black to the ground. He came down to the tribe of Judah. See? That's the part you leave out. See, you can't leave out parts to expect or to continue walk your walk with you. He had 18 nations to come down to. The children of Israel is the last, the youngest nation, and Esau nation. The Esau is the red man, pale and red. He, he had an opportunity to come and get an Esau lineage. He chose not. He took the last nation called Israel and got in their nation, and they are black to the ground. So when he came into the flesh, he came looking like a member of the tribe of Judah, black to the ground. Got it? And the one that said that told you what he looked like in the book of Jeremiah. He, now, he's going to tell you in the 8th chapter, verse 21, what he looked like. Let's see what Jeremiah looked like. See, it's in the Bible what they look like. So you can know that, you know, everybody got, it doesn't make a difference what color he is or why it don't make no difference now. After all the pictures are painted pale red, but now you the Bible says that they, that don't work no more. Now it don't make no difference about what color it is. I wonder why. 821 of Jeremiah says what? The book of Jeremiah is here. We're chapter 8. We're going to pick it up at verse number 21. The book of Jeremiah is here. Chapter 8, verse 21. And he reads, For the hurt of the daughter of my people am I hurt. I am black. I am what? What Jeremiah said I am is? black. I am black. Jeremiah said he black. So Jeremiah said he black. So the one that he told to write it, he was speaking to Jeremiah, the black man. So Jeremiah, the black man, to write, and also put your appearance on it too. Got it. Now we got these two people on the tape. Now we're going back to mother and find out every time these black folks get in trouble from the children of Israel. Let's see what they do the same thing that that's going on today. Because I, I, seen, I seen the news one time, and I seen they were packing up, they were running, they tried to get away from round food. But I noticed all, all of the pure white folks, they never was packing trying to get to Egypt or any parts of Africa. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the son did when he knew when somebody told the son something, and, Mo, we want to see what happened in Matthew chapter 2. Speak of verse 19 down to verse 21. Let's see this conversation in Matthew 2, 19 through 21. Listen to this conversation right here. Matthew chapter 2, verse 19 to 21. Verse 19. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of Yahweh appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Verse 20, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought to 
sought the young child's life. Verse 21. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. Now you see, Joseph, Joseph, Mary, and D. All of them were down in Egypt because uh, the reason they were down in Egypt, I'll skip down back up to 2, verse 11. Let's read down. Let's read down until we get our point, Mother. Back right. up and find out why were they down there. Okay. Two, verse 11. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Verse 12. And being weaned, I mean, being warned of Yahweh in a dream that they should not return to Iraq, they departed into their own country another way. Verse 13. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of Yahweh appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt. And be you there until I bring you word, for here I will seek the young child to destroy him. Yeah. Verse 14. Verse 14. When he arose, he took... Okay. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. They, they, they went by, what, what time they leave, mother? What time? By night. By night to blend in. They went in the blend in tonight, and they, took, and they broke out, getting up out of there, and they said, and they stayed in Egypt. Joseph, Mary, and the baby Jesus, all three of them, they went there and hid out until they got word all the people that seek in your life this dead now. You have to come back. But have you mm-hmm. noticed that what's going on today when Putin is dropping them bombs, ain't nobody is running to Egypt or no parts of Africa to hide out. They packing and going. Matter of fact, uh, young lion, I want you I want you Tell me what do the word Egypt means and who is the father of Egypt by going to the sons of Ham and let's talk about it. Then look, then I want you to look and on, on that one out telephone you got. Find out what place is, where is they running to to hide out from Putin? Where is they going? Let's see if anybody that's pure white running over over to Egypt or any part of Africa to hide out from them bombs. But first of all, let's find out, since they run into Egypt, what is 
Egypt according to the sons of Ham, what do Egypt look like? And talk about it a little bit out of Thomas Bible Dictionary, Young Lion. Help those see out a little bit. White Jacob, little herb of tea, come on. All right. We're going to the Zondas Bible Dictionary. We're going to pick it up at page 213, and we're going to read on Ham. Ham, the youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of the eight persons who lived through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negro, but the Egyptian. Stop right there. So Egyptian is what is what kind of race? What according to the, the pure white scholars, they said Egyptian is what kind of race? Dark race. Dark race. So, so, so Egyptian is the dog race. Hallelujah. Egyptian is the dog race. So how you notice that the angel told Joseph in a dream, flee, go to the dark race nation called Egypt and stay there until I give you word. Now, why would he send the pictures you got in the Vatican City into a dog race for what reason? The pictures you're looking at in the Vatican City. The Pope, Mary, Jesus. You tell me, can any of them pictures go into a dog race and hide out until they get word? Huh? Which one can do it? The one they bombing, the Russia is bombing right now. Is any of them pure white peoples running to Egypt for protection to hide out? Now, the reason why I said pure white, now come on, young line, bring it out. Bring it out where, I, where I'm getting that quote from. Now, where I'm getting that quote from, that you can go on your computer and pull it out. This is what big dignitaries say. This is what they are. Let's read it. Let's read it now, let's read it now young line. Bring it out. All right. We're going to read from the Negro Question Part Number 6, The 13 Black Colonies by Lee Cummings. We're going to read page 87 about Benjamin Franklin, his essay in 1751. This is what he stated in page 87 reads, which leads me to add one remark, that the number of purely white people in the world is proportionally very small. What do you say? He described himself and his people as what? A purely white people. And they are what? In the world is proportionally very small. Now stop right there. Let's precept that to over our one one. Let's find out who these purely white people is that's very small. Now let's go and get that precept in the book called over that, one verse one. Pure white peoples and they very small. Who 
why you're talking about this. According to Obadiah chapter 1, verse 1, we read down until we get our point of the connection with the precepts. Come on. All right. We're going to read the book of Obadiah chapter 1. We're going to pick it up at verse number 1. Verse 1 reads, The vision of Obadiah is here. Thus says the Yahuwah, Yahuwah concerning Esau and his five sons. We have heard a rumor from Yahuwah, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise you, and let us rise up against her in battle. Verse 2. Behold, I have made you small among the seventeen nations, though you are greatly despised. Excellent. Excellent. So now, so, so, what did Benjamin Franklin say? They are small, they appear white, and they small. Is that right? He said they're very, he said yes, he said they're very small. And, and, and what color he said they is? They are purely white. Purely white? And we just precept mm-hmm. that to overdose, and, and overdose just tell them, what people is he talking about and what people are you talking about that are very small and greatly despised? What's their name? According to verse 1. Their name, their name is Esau and his five sons. Hey, that's a, You see how that book tell it? See, now, look what Esau and his five sons did. And pick up at verse number 9 down to verse 13. Let's enjoy some of this good reading. Now the verse 30. Now you know, now Esau is the pure white race, according to Benjamin Franklin. And they're very small compared to all the dark nations. But this white, pure white nation is very despised. And they despise for what reason, according to verse number 8. Pick it up verse 8. 8 down to verse 13. Let's enjoy some of this good reading there, young lion. Let's enjoy a little bit of it. Come on. 8 down to verse 13. Let's see what this All right. very small, pure white uh, people did. Uh, pure white and just, and despised by all the dark nations. What? What? Why are they so much um, despised by so many people? Verse 8 to 13. Let's see what they did. Come on. All right, the book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 8, down to verse 13, verse 8 reads, Shall I not in that day, said the Yahuwah, even destroy the wise men out of Esau and his five sons, and understanding out of the mount of Esau? Verse 9, And your mighty men of Timon shall be dismayed to the end that every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by flock. Verse 10, for your violence against your brother Israel, shame shall cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. Verse 11. And the day that you stood on the other side, and the day that the strangers carried away captive his forces, and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots upon Yadah Judah, even you was as one of them. Verse 12. But you should not have looked on the day of your brother or the day that he became a stranger. Neither should you have rejoiced over the children of Yadah Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither should you have 
spoken proudly the day of distress. Verse 13. You should not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yet you should not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their sufferings in the day of their calamity. Mm. Now you see this Bible said this Bible mm. showed us soundly that Esau is Benjamin Franklin is the descendant of Esau and his five sons, the pure white people. And they very small. Mm-hmm. And he said pure white people, according to telling Obadiah, they should have never jumped the children of Israel and not only jumped them and helped everybody else to try to jump the children of Israel. Then you went into their gate and you took their substance. You 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 is the beginning of identity theft. So now you now you got identity theft every time you look over there in the Vatican City. That's identity theft. The children of Israel is black to the ground and Benjamin Franklin said they are the pure white people. And the and the pure white people say they jumped the children of Israel according to Obadiah and took all they suffered. So you see, it does, it, every time you look over there in the Vatican City and you see all the pure white people on there, that the citizens of Benjamin Franklin, that is contrary to the Bible. Every time the children of Israel got in trouble, they ran to Egypt, mm-hmm. all through the Bible. Egypt is a dark country. Now, every time the pure white people get in trouble, ain't none of them running to Egypt. Dark country. My fact, you said it was. Now Putin is bombing them real good. And can you tell me what they running to? They packing up to get away from the bombs. Where is the pure white people's running to? When I say that telephone you got, hey y'all lying. What are they running to? When Putin's dropping the bombs on them, what are they running to? Uh, they running to uh, you talking about uh. Uh, Ukraine. Yeah, what what are they running to? What are they running to? They they running yeah, to you. Yeah, anyway, you can take your time and 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 I know they packing their bags up. We we know that they running to Egypt to no dark. No, they're not running to Egypt. Where are they running to to hide out from them bombs or Putin? Where are they running to? Okay, Ukraine. Uh, uh, where's Ukraine running to? Okay, I can pull that up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Are, what are they running to? Pull that up and tell me what they running to. All right. That's what I want to know. What are they running to? Let's see. Do if, if any of you in the Bible for the guys, if anybody in um, with Putin is dropping them bombs on them in, over there in Ukraine. What I want to know is they running like the children of Israel did, always run to Egypt. Matter of fact, he even told them, hey, Mother dear, of Israel, have me the 44th chapter. Let me see what he says. If you notice when you read the Bible, every time the children of Israel get in trouble, they run to Egypt. But Putin is bombing Ukraine, and I won't know where they're running to. What are they running to, young lion? What are they going to? 
They are going. They are going. It is also reading from the Google uh, 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 search page. It reads. Well, it doesn't really state that they're going nowhere. It just tell you who they with, what countries are with Ukraine. It is also bordered by Belarus to the north by Poland, Slovakia, and Hungary to the west, and by Romania and Moldova to the southwest. Okay, well, but they're not telling where they, but they're telling somewhere they run into somewhere. It just, I want to act like I'm surprised, and they run into some some place, but I want to act like, like uh, uh, somebody else brought it out, and I'm commenting on it. So they leaving, they were leaving Ukraine, and they was going somewhere, packing up going somewhere, but they were never going where the children of Israel went when they got in trouble. When Jeroboam got in trouble, when Solomon wanted to get at him, he ran to Egypt. When Joseph and when Mary had this boy called Yaquah the son, the angel said, take that boy and go to Egypt and hide out. But what I won't know, we'll probably pick up in tomorrow's lesson. We'll get a young lion chance to kind of get it all down pat. Where did they go? Where did they go when they got in trouble? The government them bombs. So now, Mother D of Israel, we know you got the grandbabies back. Or you got them, you got them back in order again. So I want to come to the forty-fourth chapter, Mother. Mother D of Israel, because I know when you use the Bible as a trend, the children of Israel. Every time they get in trouble, uh, we got some. You, you got some, young line? Yeah, I got some on uh, from Wilson Center pulling up something now. I got something stating uh, what neighboring countries they're going to when they leave. We have uh, it states here that uh, most move to. Um, I think it's left. It says they go to Ukraine. Um, Ukraine I mean, Ukraine goes to Poland, Salakovich, and, uh, yeah, it says Poland and Salakovich, a neighboring country. Okay, good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So, you see, but, they, oh, but, Germ- none, but Germany, none of them run too. to Egypt. No. They run to Germany, but they never run mm-hmm. to Egypt, right? No. Now, what did business rankings say they look like that's running to Germany, Poland, and Russia? What they look like according to Benjamin Franklin? What did Benjamin Franklin say again in what year? What year he said what he said? <laughs> he said this in 1751. He says, pretty white people in the world is proportionally very small. Excellent. So what did he describe himself to be what again? What if business purely Franklin says what? Purely white people. Purely white people. Now, who said that? Benjamin Franklin made this statement in an essay in seventeen fifty one. Okay, well let me find out in the Bible, you know, line <laughs> about the word called purely. Let's, let's, let's see, do the Bible support the word purely, pure. 
That's what I'm going to find out. Do the Bible support that statement? No. You got to remember, when a person makes a statement, always go in the Bible and see, can it hold up? That's all you both do. I mean, say, yeah, sounds pretty good. The only thing I know is pure in the Bible is what? Let's go and see, can we find out what's pure in the Bible? And 12 or 6. Let's find out what's pure in the Bible. Psalms 12, 6. What's pure in the Bible? The book of Psalms, chapter 12, picking up at verse number 6, verse 6 reads, The words of Yahweh are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. So all things, all things pure in the Bible is what, Yahweh? Pure words. The word is pure. Yahweh are pure words. That's all things pure, but what did Benjamin Franklin say was pure? And what year he said again? <laughs> he said, and Benjamin Franklin, in his essay, made it, uh, says in 1751, purely white people in the world is proportionally very small. You see that? So you see that? So Benjamin Franklin called them pure white people. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, Mother D.F. Israel, again, I won't know. What the children of Israel, what they do. Now, we go on to the book called Jeremiah. Make it Jeremiah, mother. 44. Yeah. Let's find out. We're going to Jeremiah, mother of Israel. Yeah. And we want to find out about the children of Israel. See, everybody can play you but you. See, everybody can play you and get away with it but you. You refuse to be yourself. 44 verse 1. A Jeremiah. 44 verse 1. Jeremiah chapter 44 verse 1 reads, The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all Judah, which dwell in the land of Egypt, which dwell in Stop right there. Stop, stop it. All I want to know where they at. Where is, where is children of Judah at? In Egypt. They in Egypt. They again, they in Egypt again, hiding out. They always in Egypt. Every time they get in trouble, they run to Egypt. Verse yeah. 4. But then what happened in verse 4? Verse 4. How be it, I sent unto you all my servants to see us, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? What do they do in 5 and 6? 5, verse 5. But they... Hearken not, listen not, nor incline their ears to turn from their wickedness, to burn no instinct unto false shepherds. Verse 6. Fury and my anger was poured forth and was kindled in the city of Judah and in the streets of Judah. And they are waste 
and desolate as at this day. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what did Yahweh tell him? Because you ran down there in 13. In 13. For I will punish them that dwell in the land of Egypt, as I have punished Judah by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. Verse 14. That's good. And and, and and what do they say behind all that good whooping? What do they say in verse 16? Verse 16. As for the word that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of Yahweh, we will not hearken listen unto you. You see that? So you see that? You see that? So they tell him, Jeremiah to say, we're going to pray you no never mind. That's not getting going today. We show you that. Children of Israel, every time they're in trouble, they run to Egypt. Yeah. Every time what's going on now with Putin dropping them bombs down, ain't nobody that's pure white running to Egypt. Ain't nobody pure white. That business say, the sins of Esau is pure white. And they small among the nation. That's true. So, now, let's go back now and give me my article about 2009. Now, I need my article now, young line. 2009, right. what happened in 2009? Let's talk about it. Let's find out what happened. Right. Let's talk about it. Go okay. ahead. Okay, reading from the Vatican, seek to eliminate the use of the divine name. Uh, read, a fragment of the Septuagint during, dating from the first century, the divine name represented by the four, blue the word Hebrew for Shemitic letters, commonly translated Y-H-W-H, Yahweh is circle. This is my name for all time, Exodus 3.15, page 30, the Watchtower, April 1st, 2009. Paragraph 1 reads, the Catholic hierarchy is seeking to eliminate the use of the divine name in their church services. Last year, the Vatican Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments sent instructions on this matter to Catholic bishops, conferences worldwide. The step was taken by directive of the Pope. This document dated June 29, 2008, decreed the fact that despite instructions to the contrary, in recent years, the practice has crept in of pronouncing the Yahweh of Israel proper name. Known as the Holy or Divine Tetragrammaton, written with four consonants in the polluted word Hebrew, Semitic alphabet in the form Y-H-W. The document, the divine name, was barely been rendered Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, Y-A-H-W-E, Yahweh, Yahweh, J-A-H-W-E-H, Yahweh, J-A-H-W-E, Yahweh, Yahweh, Y-E-H, 
and so forth. However, the Vatican directive seeks to reestablish the traditional Catholic position. That is to say, the Texagramma time is to be replaced by L-O-R-D, Lord. Moreover, in Catholic religious services, hymns and prayers, Yahweh's name, Y-H-W-H, is neither to be used or pronounced. In support of this position, the Vatican documents appeal to the immoral tradition of Catholicism. The directive claims that even the Septuagint translations of the polluted word Hebrew, Semitic scriptures, dating to pre-Christian times, the divine name was regularly rendered. Creo, the Greek word for L-O-R-D, Lord. Thus, the directive insists Christians, too, from the beginning, never pronounced the divine text of grammar time. This statement, however, ignores clear evidence to the contrary. Early copies of the Septuagint contained the Creo, but the divine name in the form Y-H-W-A. Christ First century followers knew and pronounced Yahweh's name. Yahweh the Son himself said in prayer to his father, I have made your name known. John 17, 22. And, 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 that's good enough, mm-hmm. y'all lies. Now, that's excellent. So now, where did they get that from? Hey, hey mother, dear of Israel, where did they get that from? Where they get that from is saying, I don't care how much teaching you do. Just make sure you can teach all you want. But one thing we don't want you to never do is call on his true name, Y-H-W-H. Well, I wonder where they get that from. Did they made up themselves? Let's find what they got it from um, Mother D of Israel. We're going to Acts chapter 4. 14 through 17, and young line have me 5, 27 through 32. I wonder where that come from. Where that come from to get the children of Israel to go ahead and put all the teaching you want together? Use the name. Let's see what we find out where that come from. Acts chapter 4, 14 down to verse 17, mother, D.F. Israel, deliver. Acts chapter 4. Verses 14 to 17. Verse 14. And beholding the man which was healed, standing with them, they could say nothing against it. Verse 15. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves. Verse 16. Saying, what shall we do to these men? For that indeed a noble miracle, a noble miracle has been done by them, is manifest to all them that dwell at Judah. And we cannot deny it. Verse 17. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them 
that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. Hey, that's stuff. Yeah, mama. Look here. Yeah. We don't care how much you, I don't care how much you put together. I don't care what kind of research you're doing. I don't care. We don't care about that. You can do all that. But one thing we want you to never do is what, mama? Speak the name. Speak the name. We don't care how much research you do. Uh, mm. We didn't even give you covered up. But one mm. thing we want you to never do is speak in the name of Y-H-W-H and pronounce it Yahweh in your lecture. So right. you use Yahweh, Lord God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, and Jehovah. <laughs> Just don't use the four letters, and you watch the best of them. They'll come so close, and they'll never use the four letters to say Yahweh. How good what they have been. So that, so you they got it from? And we found out the Pope, the Catholic Church is behind it all. He told all this big dignitary, you're going to spy them all out. Long as they teaching, just don't call on the name Y-H-W-H. Let's get a precept on that, young line. Acts 5, 27 to 32. Man, now, here go a precept. Let's see if we can get a precept on that. Acts 5, 27 to 32. The book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 27 down to verse number 32. Verse 27 reads, And when they had bought them, they sent them before the council. And the high priest asked him, asked him, 28, 10, did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have filled Yada, Judah, with your teaching and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Verse 29, then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we got to obey Yahweh rather than man. Verse 30, the Yahweh of our father, the Yahweh the father of our father, raised up Yahweh the son, whom you slew and hanged on the tree. Verse 1. Him has Yahweh the father exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sin. Verse 32. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the righteous spirit whom Yahweh has given to them that obey him. Mm-hmm. So you see what he's saying? He said, look here, the world don't care about anything you're doing as long as you don't bring that four-letter name and pronounce that name. Mother and First Samuel chapter seventeen forty five. What does it say there, mother? Fourteen forty five and forty seven. Listen at what we hear that David says in First Samuel and First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse forty five and forty seven. And what does it say there, mother? First Samuel. 
chapter 17, verses um, 45. And 47. 45 and 47. Or 45 and 47.
Second Corinthians chapter eleven, verses five and six. Verse five. For I suppose I was not a whit behind the very chief apostle. Verse six. But though I be rude in speech, yet not in knowledge. But we have been thoroughly made manifest among you in all things. See, see, we not the this the six nine accounts. We is not a whip. I mean, you can't take them to the woodshed and tell us anything. Cause we'll watch you and see <laughs> clean. Yeah. Because we know the strategy was, and they couldn't deny it. As long as the children of Israel recognized they was Israel losing them, using them four letters, we're in trouble. So by all means, we got to keep that out of all they understanding is the spread of them four letters. As long as you spread Lord God, Jesus, Allah, and Buddha, they know they got another day. Yeah. But once you step down on it, on that four letter, they know their time start ticking. And and we will spot that in any teaching when you call on the name. Huh? When you can bring the name out. The four letters. See, when we got but but our job is to help those yeah, well. with limited understanding, the name got to go out there. So mm-hmm. now you was a lecture going on in the eighteenth chapter of Acts. And so happened Somebody was there peeping on this lecture going on. And let's see what happened. 18 chapter, 24 down to verse 28. And let's see what they say. Acts 18, young line, 24 down to verse 28. The book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 24 down to verse number 28. The book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 24 reads. In 830, Yadaju, named Apollo. Born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. Verse 25. This man was instructed in the way of Yahweh, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of Yahweh, knowing only the baptism of John. Verse 26. And he began to speak boldly in the temple, whom went up. Quilla and Priscilla had heard they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of Yahweh more perfect. 27. And when he was dis- disposed to pass into a, a, chill, a kill, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. Verse 23. Mm-hmm. For mightily... Yeah, go ahead. 23. Go ahead. 28. For he mightily convinced Judah in that public showing by the scriptures that Yahweh the Son is Yahweh. Uh-huh. And, and, and when they heard him speaking boldly, what verse... They done, they took them to the side and done what? See, this is what we do. We'll watch the best of them jump out there 
But we have to have the right spirit to do what? And what verse? We have to do once we hear him talking boldly, talking good, putting good stuff on the table. What we got to do, according to one of them verses in the 18 chapters, we got to do what, your line? Do what? With, with the 18, right spirit. Verse 20. Verse Acts, Acts chapter 18, verse 26. 26 reads, And he began to speak boldly in the temple, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and to, to them and expounded unto him the way of Yahweh more perfectly. Hey, that's something. You say that's what we got to do. See, we got we to gotta watch the one to get out of here. And understand, you got to expound on Yaqua more perfectly. Because Yaqua made it plain, Mother, in number 15, 15, 16, and 29. Hey, Mother, D of Israel. Mm-hmm. He made it plain to the children of Israel in Numbers chapter 15, 15, 16, and 29. What he saved is written in the heavenly tablets for the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 15. Verse 15, <clears throat> one ordinance shall be both for you of the congregation and also for the stranger that so journeyed with you, an ordinance forever in your generation. As you are, so shall the stranger be before Yahweh. Verse 16, one law. And one manner shall be for you and for the stranger that so journey with you. Hmm. Yeah. Verse 29. Verse 29. <clears throat> you shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourning among them. Mm-hmm. So here goes your case in point. If you can't follow them, they got to follow you. Mm-hmm. So if you follow oh. them, you put yourself up on the, where you need to be pulled to the side and understand more perfectly. I'm looking at the comprehension analyst, analyst of the Bible, 236. I know y'all line ain't got his copy you put a hand on, but if you do, you got your copy there, young line, of the analyst illustrated, page 236. You got your copy there, young line? Uh, let me check and see if I have it in my... Uh... And I, w- I want to get I want to get two statements out of here. I want to get two statements out of here because I can say again, you know, according to heavenly tablets, you cannot follow them. They got to follow you. Now, if you find out that you're teaching and you're following them, you're parakeeting, you're not doing it properly according to the Bible. Now, those who have a note will put it to the side and show 10 and 29, saying you can't follow them according to Yahweh. They got to follow you. So, on page 236 of the Alice Bible Dictionary, Bible. Look what it says. Hebrew. 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 The word Hebrew 
come from the other nations. They are the ones that gave you the name Hebrew. Hmm. When you use the word Hebrew, Israelite, you are following the other nations, not the people of Israel descent. So whenever you hear the word called Hebrew Israelite, you got that word from the other nation. They gave you that word Hebrew Israelite. So when you hear Hebrew Israelite, the other nation gave you that word called Hebrew. And this is on page 236 of the Analyst Bible Dictionary. Now another word. I'm going to stay in the Analyst Bible Dictionary. I'm going to look and see what they say the word Jew means. Well, out of Jew, you get the word called Jewish. So when you bring in the word Jew, you bring in Jewish and Judaism. But we're going to find where that word came from. We're going to use the Alice Bible Dictionary and see where the word Jew comes from. And we also can use it by going to the Bible and look at Second Kings chapter and see where that word coming. But I want to use historical documents, facts. When you see the word Jew, what do it mean according to the Alice Bible Dictionary? We're going to find out what do the word Jew mean. And all these things, young lion, you're supposed to have and, and have a repetition. Be ready to go on the job of that. On page 282 of the Amherst Bible Dictionary, it reads, Jew, the word Jew is a corruption of the word Judah. Don't you say much. So when you read the word Jew in and point toward the children of Israel, it is a corrupt word for Judah. Jew, Jewish, Judaism, is to pertain to the children of Israel according to the Analyst Bible Dictionary on page 282. It said the word Jew is a corruption of the word Judah. And it tell you where to go see that in 2 Kings 16, 1 and 6. And they point out where to go. How they first put that word in instead of Judah they put the word Jew in. So when you're in a six anointed camp, when you hear these words coming out, have the right spirit to pull whosoever is bringing these words in, you put them to the side and expound on them more perfectly. You cannot follow the world because you put yourself up on a curse according to Numbers 15, 15, 16. You cannot apply the Jew to the children of Israel at no time. You cannot apply the word Hebrew to the children of Israel at no time. And you can't you can't apply the word church to the children of Israel at no time. Now let's go into Alice Bible Dictionary that's what they say about church. You cannot call them the church at no time because they not the church. The church is a word that's been put on them again in the Analyst Bible Dictionary. Let's see what they say. 
See, that's why you got to always listen to what you're hearing and be like a Berean to see it and so. At no time, children of Israel with the church, because the word church, according to the analyst Bible dictionary, we go and see what they say. The word church means, according to the analyst Bible dictionary. I'm looking for the word called the church. What do we say that the word church means? The church, on page 140, what it says, the church derived from the Greek word meaning the Lord's house. You see that? So that's what the word church means, the Lord's house. And the word Lord is replacement for Y-H-W-A. But the church, mother, in a closing statement, let's get the word church and see what it really means when we put the Bible on it. Church means the Lord's house, according to the Amnesty Bible 140. Now let's go and see what the Bible says the church is at, mother, and a closing statement. We're going to the book called Acts chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. Acts 7, 22 and 23. What does it say that, mother, in a closing statement? Acts 7, 22 and 23. Okay. Acts chapter 7, verses 22 and 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Acts chapter 7. Uh, Acts 7, 22 and 23 reads, And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in word and in deed. Verse 23, And when he was full 40 years old, it came up to his mind to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. So, 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 some came in Moses' mind to visit the children of Israel. Well, mother, give me twenty-seven and thirty-seven and thirty-eight and a closing statement. So it came in Moses' mind to visit the children of Israel. So Moses said, "I want to go visit the children of Israel." Thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Acts chapter seven. Thirty-seven. And 38, verse 37. This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A seer shall Yahweh, your Yahweh, raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall you hear. Verse 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in Mount Sinai and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us. Mm-hmm. So this is this is that Moses that said to the children of Israel, a seer shall 
Yahweh raise up unto you of your brother, like unto me. You see? So Moses with the church in the wilderness. Leave it like that, mother. And we go, and young lion, give me the 17th chapter. Let's find out what the name of this church in the wilderness. And let's see the church stand up. Because Moses with the church in the wilderness. So when you see the word church, immediately um, you have to take whoever bring that word out and expound on it more perfectly that the church that was in the wilderness after Mama's mother, D.F. Israel, closing, we'll find out. What's wrong with that mother? Exit on your part, your head, some grand style. And tomorrow at 6 o'clock, we'll be back on our way. So what's wrong with that behind that? Come on. Revelation chapter 22, verse 10. And he said unto me, Still not the same of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Hallelujah. 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 So what we have to do when they point at the children of Israel and call them the church, we have to put them to the side with the right spirit and show them that the word church is pointing to Moses was with the church in the wilderness. Now we go on to the 17th chapter and see what is the proper name for the word church. Is it, is it the Lord's house? We go and find out by going to the wilderness to see. 17 verse 1, down line, what does it say? The book of Exodus, chapter 17, picking up at verse number 1. Verse 1 reads, and all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. So all the congregation of the children of Israel was the one that was in the wilderness that you call church. So when they put the word church on the table, and you see they go no further and they call you the church, then you have to put them aside. With the right spirit to show them when you see the word church, it, it is polluted for the children of Israel that was in the wilderness. Then you get a precept on it. Now, if they don't make a judgment with the precept, then you know what they are. Now, when you give them the precept of it, the young line, we go on to the book of Joshua. And we go and get a precept. We go and get a precept in the 14th chapter, verse 10. Always show them, then give them a precept. Then not a ball is in their court. Joshua 14, verse 10 says what? We're going over to the book of Joshua, chapter 14. And we're going to pick it up at verse number 10. The book of Joshua, chapter 14. Verse number 10 reads, And now, behold, the Yahweh has kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Yahweh spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. So who was in the wilderness, young man? Children of Israel. The children of Israel. Now, 
Let's go and find out about the creation. We're going to Genesis chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. That's why you got to have your ducks in a row, and you got to know how to take notes. You got to take notes, and with the best of them, you got to deal with it. According to, put them to side, most perfectly can show that what you're saying is a little bit more to it. You cannot follow them. They got to follow you. What it says in 9, Genesis 18 and 19. The book of Genesis. Chapter 9, verse 18, and verse number 19. Verse 18 reads, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Verse 19. These are the three sons of Noah, of whom was the whole earth overspread. Mm-hmm. Good. So, if you don't come out of Shem, Ham, or Japheth, you do not expect Everybody of the descendants of the world is from Shem, Ham, or Japheth. If you're not from these three sons, you don't exist. Now, I heard a word that was mentioned called the black-headed people. And they was calling Sumo or the Sumerians. And they was called the black-headed people. Now, watch how you go read in the Bible and you put a name on it because you know that the black-headed people called the Sumo or the Sumerians have to be from Shem, Ham, or Japheth. I'm going into Pictoria of the Bible, volume verse 5. Let's find out exactly who the black-headed people is since it was named called the, the Sumerians, and they called themselves the black-headed people. Who is the Sumerian? I'm on page 533. Sumer, Sumerian, Akkad. The region is never called Sumo or Sumerian. In the Old Testament, the scholars have proposed that the only Resident of this name, Sumer, Samaritan, the black-headed people in the Old Testament is a personal name for Shem. So that's another name that was given to Shem called the black-headed people. Showing you that Shem is the black-headed people by the world giving them that name, but all of them was black. So the word Sumeria, Sumo, is only a watered-down word for the sons and daughters of Shem, the black-headed people. Now, that's when you're teaching correctly. Don't bring in other creation because everybody must be of Shem. The word Sumeria, Sumo, on page 533, of the Pictoria volume five, and when you see the word called Sumerian or Sumo, you talk about the personal name of Shem. We're gonna leave it like that. Young line, you have to close the and get them all at six p.m. So watch the teaching, but put them to the side and help them most perfectly according to the scripture. And 
historical document facts. You got to close your line. It's all on you. Take your time. Come on. Taking Yahweh for another blessed day to read his word. Taking Yahweh to the opportunity to meet and learn under our sphere. Yahweh serving Israel of the Lord. Thanking Yahweh to uh, uh, be able to teach my wife and children the word of Yahweh. Thanking Yahweh for our elders and our mothers, all the brothers and sisters in the six anointed camp. Thanking Yahweh for all the teachers in the six anointed camp. Thanking Yahweh for bringing the 12 tribes of Israel back under the still Israel Sea Roy, back to Yahweh the Son and Yahweh the Father. Reading the book of Sirach, chapter 6, picking up at verse 32, reads. My son, if you will, you shall be taught. And if you will apply your mind, you shall be proved. 32. If you love to hear, you shall receive understanding. And if you bow your ear, you shall be wise. 34. Stand in the multitude of the ill and cleave unto him that is wise. 35. Be willing to hear every Yahweh discourse and let not the parables of understanding escape you. 36. And if you see a man of understanding, get you betimes unto him, and let your foot wear down the steps of his door. 37. Let your mind be upon the laws of Yahweh, and meditate continually in his laws. He will establish your mind and give you wisdom at your own desire. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Remember. Black-headed people are the sinners of Shem that produced Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. That's when you scholarly teachers about the Sumerians, the, the what their name is, Sumerians or the Sumer, that's ain't nothing but a watered-down word for Shem, the black-headed people. But all of them was black. But remember, you must come out of Shem, Ham, or just that. Three songs, the whole world will respond. So don't bring up names that you don't trace back to who you're talking about. There's always somebody in the background listening that can help you and pull you to the side and show you more perfectly on what you're doing. But you got to come clean with the four letters. Y-H-W-H, and put that. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.